this is Joe and TJ with another episode of our One Thing series. Our desire is that our One Thing series truly helps you to lead better and grow faster. Every month on our podcast, we feature a great guest always on the topic of leadership, and we blast it out to you from the schoolhouse302.com. Thank you, TJ. Please share this with other leaders you know that are looking and craving to get better. Hello, this is Joe and TJ. And we are the Schoolhouse 302, and we're here with our guest, Jackie Wilson, for an interview on our One Thing series. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie. Glad to be here. We're so appreciative of you of joining us today. Our One Thing series interview features a great leader that provides key insight into our leadership, leadership topic for that month. We then dive into growth strategies with our five leadership questions that enable our listeners to hear what great leaders do to stay on the cutting edge. This month, we are focused on long-term decision-making, specifically how to stay focused and think into the future to make important decisions about the present. At the Schoolhouse 302, we are always trying to get the simple so that our followers can lead better and grow faster. Thanks, Joe. Our guest this month is Dr. Jackie Wilson. Dr. Wilson is an assistant professor and the director of the Delaware Academy for School Leadership in the College of Education and Human Development at the University of Delaware. She also serves as director of graduate programs in Southern Delaware. One of her responsibilities is designing and delivering professional development for educators in Delaware and other states in all settings. Under Dr. Wilson's leadership, her team designed a comprehensive model of professional development for high-needs rural and urban school districts that included a research-informed model of support and coaching. She has 28 years of school-based experience in public schools as a teacher, reading specialist, and principal. Dr. Wilson currently serves as a national expert on school leadership policy and provides consultation to a vast number of boards, such as the Council for State Chief school officers. She is lead consultant to NASSP in the design of the National Leaders Leadership Academy using design thinking to solve school problems. A unique facet of her work is providing technical assistance to the Wallace Foundation to support 14 urban school districts involved with the Principal Pipeline and the Principal Supervisor National Initiatives. We're so fortunate to have Jackie on this episode of our One Thing series. So Jackie, let's get started here on the topic of long-term decision-making. Okay. This is something that you ex are an expert at. You work with educational leadership throughout the, the nation on. Leaders are constantly challenged to satisfy immediate needs that may sacrifice long-term success. So our question for you is, how can leaders stay focused on the long-term, pursue their goals for their organizations, but also remain sensitive to the immediate needs of the people. We want to hear anything that you might say about long-term decision-making and the benefits of playing the long game to avoid the quick reward, short gain syndrome that a lot of us fall prey to. So Joe and I and our listeners, we're ready to learn from you. Okay. Well, I really believe that um, effective school leaders really set goals for themselves. Uh, so that they're not always in a reactive mood. So I have always kind of uh, been reflective about what it is I need to accomplish and what is going to take me to the next level or help me 
be able to accomplish the things that I value and the things that I think the field needs. So um, in the literature, we would call that having some vision, but I think we look forward and we think about those things that are really important, but I wanna make sure, make it clear that one of the things that I think has really been helpful to me is to also understand the value of looking at historic, hist historically of where we've been. So for example, you know, everyone will jump on a bandwagon uh, because we want an immediate fix, but sometimes we don't realize the implications of that. So for me, I, I, I call them history lessons. A lot of times I, when I set my goals, I'll, I'll talk to a lot of people about, have we done this before? How did it go? Uh, why did we change a strategy? And that way I try not to make mistakes that have been made in the past as I try to look forward about how I can make progress on those goals that I've set. Jackie, that's terrific. I like that, how you frame that as history lessons. Um, let me ask you this, just a quick follow-up to that. Did you learn that the hard way? Was there a story that went with that? There, that, is, you know... <laughs> there is a story, Jay. There's always a story. Um, you know, when I, I spent 28 years, as I call it, in the schoolhouse, I get teased because I call it the schoolhouse, but I was, a, you know, I, was, I started my career as a paraprofessional and was a teacher at several grades, reading specialist, assistant principal and in two schools and a, and a principal. And when I left um, a district and went to the Department of Education, I had a lot to learn. And one of the things I realized is I was very comfortable where I was before. I knew all the people, I knew the relationships, I knew who I needed to talk to to get things done. When I went to the Department of Ed, which is a very bureaucratic organization, and I was working with school leaders from all over the state, I realized I needed some history lessons. And so I spent a lot of time talking to people who had worked there for a long time. So I would, I would, I would have meetings with the secretaries. I would meet with other ed directors. I would meet with people who interacted with, at that time, the Department of Licensure and Certification so that I wasn't trying to implement policy that was bad policy. In other words, people would say, oh, we've done that before, it's not gonna work. Well, maybe it was the timing is the reason it didn't work, or maybe it was just bad policy. So I found that taking the time to listen to people, to engage them in conversations, to build these trusting relationships where people felt that their ideas and their opinions mattered really was important to me in making smart decisions. So if I was gonna look forward at where, about where I thought we needed to go, I really needed to look back at where we had been. That was great, Jackie. I think our listeners will surely benefit from that, ultimately so they can lead better. I really like how you also included everyone in that scope to get your fill of history. Um, from secretaries to those that are just interacting with the department. Um, let's move on to our five one thing series leadership questions. So number one, who is one person or group who you follow for either knowledge or inspiration and where can we find them? Well, I believe every leader, regardless of the roles or responsibilities they have, need a great mentor or colleague so for the past 18 years, my thought partner, my mentor has been Dr. Joe Murphy, who's the Associate Dean at the Peabody School of Education at Vanderbilt. Now everybody says, oh, well, I'll never get access to Joe. Well, guess what? Joe takes everyone's call, he answers everyone's email. 
I met Joe actually when I was a principal and I was on a committee and I found him very approachable and so knowledgeable. No one that I read has as much knowledge in the area of school leadership as Joe Murphy. So at the time I met Joe, we were working on um, issues around standards, working conditions, and training programs for school leaders. I was the director uh, of professional accountability for the Department of Education, but I was also managing the Depart Delaware's Wallace Foundation grant, which was really focused on ed policy. And Joe and I really wanted to push some boundaries. And so he was really very helpful to me in thinking through the research because the decisions need to be based on, on the research. And so we were talking about things that people weren't talking about in 2000, things like principal pipelines or succession planning or performance appraisal systems for principals or redesigning how principals were trained at universities. No one in 2000 was talking about these things. And so having someone like Joe Murphy, uh, who, who was so knowledgeable on the empirical research around school leadership was really helpful to me. And that is when I really got introduced to national standards and what we can learn by having a set of national standards that really take the best of the research and from practice about what effective leaders need to be doing, those behaviors we just said. So, and Joe will take your phone call. So if you need those numbers, I can certainly provide them, Joe, DJ. That's great. Thank you, Jackie. And it's a great mentor. We always, we uh, support that as well, having a mentor, um, in the field, but also the research. And I think that the standards approach is something that people can feel nationally from you. I think that's a national impact that you've had. So thank you for that work. I'm going to go right to our second question, which is what's the one thing that people should try to do on a regular basis that might make a difference in their day or life? I have found for me and that it is my responsibility uh, to grow other leaders. So I believe that every day if we mentor or support a colleague, uh, another maybe less experienced school leader, that it is a way that we also grow professionally. It also feels really great. So by providing that support and guidance to others, uh, I love to watch a principal or a superintendent or maybe a new faculty member at the University of Delaware who maybe is struggling a little bit and we can sit down and discuss the issues that they're struggling with. And so I give them, you know, resources I may have, or I talk, tell them someone they can talk with, or I give them a little bit of advice. So I believe for me that, you know, really good leaders, great leaders grow other leaders. And so thinking about your topic for this month, that long-term decision-making, I think that some people naturally kind of look down the road at where would they need to go, but others are, still in their career, they're very reactive about taking care of the now. So I think for me, helping others realize that they, yes, we have to take care of what's happening now, but that we also have to think about the implications of our work and how that's going to impact us, you know, two years from now or five years from now. Thank you, Jackie. You know, building those connections and mentoring, it also just provides such a great joy in your yeah. own life to see others grow. Yes. Um, and I know uh, TJ and I both feel that way about you and the work that you've done for Delaware and us. Um, 
Let's move to question three. What's one thing that you want to know or be able to do that you don't already? You know, I've had a great career and I've had an opportunity to work both uh, from a school perspective, a district perspective, the Department of Ed, and now in higher ed. And so, but every day I get up thinking about new things I want to learn or things I want to be able to do. And I really, uh, I am such a huge advocate for national standards, the professional standards for educational leaders. That's what we call the PSEL. And then the NELP, which many uh, educators are not quite as familiar with because they're the standards for leader preparation. So I really believe that one of the things that I, I'll continue to want to learn more about how we can breathe life into these standards and help states and help districts use them in a way that's going to improve uh, the performance of the school leaders in their districts. I mean, for example, the, the PSEL standards were based on 600 empirical studies around research. Now, people think, well, are there 600 studies about ed leadership? The PSEL were not just studies about ed leadership. They were studies about equity. They were studies about uh, communities. They were studies about poverty, about homelessness. And all of that was brought together with over a thousand practitioners who talked about the work they're doing in schools and districts. So for me, helping, helping school leaders learn how they can use those standards to look at their own behavior and their own practices and know that if I do these things and do them well, then they should, then I should be better at my job and how I am leading improvement in my school or my district. That's a so, great answer. Go ahead. No, I was just going to stay, you know, I think all of us uh, have that kind of responsibility of kind of using these standards and and every time we have an opportunity to teach someone even one standard you know a standard on vision or a standard about the care of children it's a real opportunity and for me it's a, a passion it's a great passion jackie and again we can we can feel that work it's palpable in schools i think it's also um critical that leaders know that that research is not just from education that it spans right. outside of education and that um, it really is empirical, and that makes it all the more important for us to implement. So question number four for you in our One Thing series leadership questions is, what's the one thing that led to or continues to support your growth as a leader that others can replicate? I love to learn new things. So I find it helps my professional growth if I read from a variety of sources, and I know both of you are readers, and I, I follow along on on your blog, uh, some of the books you're recommending, which I think are great, but I like books that come from um, not only education, but also from business. Um, and I'm fortunate because I work at the University of Delaware that I get to work sometimes with uh, faculty who are in the learner school of business and particularly with the Horn program, which is really about entrepreneurial uh, leadership. And I'm very, very interested about entrepreneurial leadership, but my new favorite book, um, is what got you here won't get you there by marshall goldsmith and he has been a mentor and coach to business leaders for years and what i have loved about this book is is that very successful people think hey i'm i'm at the top of my game but what got me to this point may not be enough to help me get to the next level so i have a, a list of people who inspire me 
and I pay attention to what they're reading. And this book was recommended actually by Malcolm Gladwell, who I love everything he writes. So I figured if this is a book that inspires M Malcolm Gladwell, then I bet it would inspire me. And it really did. So I think looking at what other people read, and I think leaders have to be readers. And even if you don't have the time sometimes always to read a book, I say read an article, you know, you know, follow Twitter and read, go to those links, but constantly keeping yourself informed is just so key uh, if you want to be an effective leader. Jackie, that's an important point that you stress here too, is that connection from other great minds and using what they recommend. Yes. So it's nice. I mean, and what an awesome title, you know, about it. what got you there. We always have to be willing to grow and learn um, to get to where we want to go. And I think that speaks right to our topic on long-term decision-making. So our, our final question, what's the one thing that you used to think that you don't think anymore? Um, you know, I used to, I, I used to think that, that I, you know, I, if, if you just work hard, that you would be successful. And I do think working hard is really important. But after working in a variety of different places with a variety of different people, I realized that really, and this is kind of, you know, a saying we hear all the time, but I really think working smart uh, is really the, the important thing, that we have to work hard, uh, but hard is not always equal to the number of hours. It's really about how we engage with people and how we share our learning with others and how we scale things out. So, you know, working hard is just not enough. It's, are we working hard at the right things? You know, so, because we can put hours and hours and hours into something and never make the kind of progress we need to. So I have learned for myself, that I have to focus on a few good things and trying to work hard at 25 things. So that I've really done that through being a more reflective leader and really thinking about, look, I can't do these 20 things and do them well. Even, no matter how hard I work, I really need to work smarter and say, look, Jackie, you really can have an impact if you focus on these three or four things. And so that's kind of something I've learned over time through experience and by watching other leaders uh, who I have great admiration for. Jackie, this has been a fantastic interview. Um, um, there is a lot of simplicity here and that's something that we focus on and something that all of our listeners can take away and implement right away, which is our key. Leadership might be complex, but it certainly doesn't have to be complicated. Is there anything else, Jackie, that you would like to add for our listeners today? Well, I just want to say that I think that, you know, I appreciate the work that uh, you and Joe are doing. Uh, I think helping leaders, the leaders we all work with are so busy. Their schools are busy, their districts are busy, they're, they're complex, they're challenging. And so the more we can do the kinds of things that you're doing through this podcast and kind of pulling together the information that is so critical for leaders today, and I, and I don't just mean novice, but even experienced leaders who need to be refreshed to rethink. Uh, so I wanna commend the two of you for this kind, kind of work you're doing and for trying to take important information 
and making it simple for people. Thank you so much, Jackie. There you have it, folks. Dr. Jackie Wilson. Don't forget to follow our blog at theschoolhouse302.com for blog posts, podcasts, and video blogs all on the topic of leadership. And we hope you enjoyed our One Thing series on long-term decision-making with Dr. Wilson.